too much stuff. Like the ship stuff, or it's like Nona is carrying many. Kind of both. Kind of both. I mean, you're all just you're just throwing it in a pile on the ship. <laughs> That's true. We're yeah, not that under organized. my bed, mind you. I hit it. I hit it real good. I have three data slabs. One of them is technically a black slab, so I don't know if that does all of the things that. A normal slab does, but I know it's also for hacking. The dark web. (laughs) Yeah, it gets you so you can go buy your pianos. That one has face pinball on it. Oh. So it gives you plus one to find. The forbidden games. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. I remember space pinball. That was legit. Yeah. The best game when you didn't have internet. Yeah. Welcome to the right podcast. Wait, I need to start my timer. Space pinball thematically appropriate. <laughs> There's gonna be one session that's just gonna be like Jeff making the sounds. <laughs> <laughs> and then we have to guess where the ball is based oh. on the noise you make. <laughs> Quick, David, left flipper. <laughs> I can roll a reflex throw <laughs> so far in that game. <laughs> And welcome back to the seventh star to the right podcast. This is our sixteenth session. How are people doing? You know, doing good, Jeff. Jeff, doing good. I yeah. really, I really want to go home. <laughs> I really wish you'd let us leave. <laughs> you, can, you can't leave you until you finish the campaign. You've <laughs> been here for forty-eight hours. <laughs> shut up and you read the script. <laughs> what do people remember from last session? Oh, so many things. Oh, well, I maybe say them out loud. That's one of out, us. <laughs> but I thought we were going to get killed by by Tony um, the entire time because he heard this prophecy and then he was doing all kinds of like psychic stuff to people. Yeah, he was he was touching people on the shoulder, which was not necessarily welcomed or asked for, and yeah. weird things was happening when he did that. That was bad touch. Mm. Little invasive. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I think we yelled at him man. for that, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> or like at least a light scolding. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He was told off. Yeah. And well, there's there's that. And, and so, then we left. And then we did I think we started the Oh God. We what spike drill. Called? Spike drill, thank you. Yeah. You, I knew you it started with an S, but words are hard. You guys got into metadimensional space at the end of the last episode. Um, so a couple of other things that happened, like Tony inserting himself into your business was definitely one of the major ones that came from him overhearing the two generals prophecy given to you by Claire, um, which you guys said, huh, that's neat. And then promptly didn't talk about it at all. Not bitter, not bitter at all. Um, let's sit here. Let's sit here and figure out Jeff's story. <laughs> let's ruin the next, like, however long we do this for right now. Um, and then Tony sort of sat you guys down, talked to you about how he got his powers, which is not how normal, normal people yes. get their powers. Um, Political and powers. how he thinks that Claire might be in a similar boat, and then just kind of left it there and said, "Hey, <laughs> we're I'll, like, huh? Neat." I'm going, and then we left. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and he basically said, "Like, I'm going to try and look into this. I'm not exactly sure where to start, but I'm just going to look into it. And if I learn anything, I'll try and reach out to you guys." Tony to will let you know once Jeff figures out what the heck he wants to do. <laughs> to the library, Tony. 
But don't worry, I've the got all of the all of the plans. Um, like I have like a a pin board of like all of the string in my yeah. bedroom. Is it red? Is it red? Yet? Oh, it has to be red. I'm there is checking. there is a red string. <laughs> <laughs> it connects <And> everything. <laughs> Tony's right in the middle of it, <laughs> and then off to the side, there's just a question mark. <laughs> A, steer, a, a tear stained piece of paper. <laughs> a little sticky note attached to it that just says multiple Tony's question mark, question mark, question mark. There's another uh, yellow poster, post it that says sponsor. Into the Tony verse. <laughs> Anyone can be Tony. <laughs> so, yeah, that, that's, that's that's basically what happens. No, no, you left Quinn in that sort of situation with the Paragon freelancers because you didn't really know what better thing to do at the moment. And you guys, I believe, talked a little bit about it, but we're heading probably in the direction of Orisiame um, yes, in the Nagalka system. So Well, we spike-drilled in that direction, and as we learned from the last time we did this, you can't Tokyo drift your way out of the spike <laughs> drill, so that's where we're going. Nope, you... you <laughs> You Straight make your line. way. It's a. It's yeah. Your destination <laughs> is in mind, and once you've locked in your destination, you can't really change that around unless you want to get lost in metadimensional space, which would be a bad end to the podcast. Multi spike drifting. <laughs> Fantastic. So, as we talked about before, um, this traveling between systems takes. A while, especially when you guys have the lower end spike drive that you do have. There's other levels that shorten the length of this trip. But as you remember before, this took six days and it will take six days again. So at this point in time, it's just sort of you guys, the Alex, Micah, Nona, um, Claire and Argos on this ship heading towards the Megalka system. Do you guys have any plans as to what you want to do as when you get out or what are you doing to spend these next couple of days? Hmm. Uh, I'm going to pull Claire aside and just kind of check in with her. Say like, Hey, so you still Mm. are kind of feeling joining up with the acolytes, Mm -hmm. right? I mean, I know we talked about it a little bit before, um, but since we're going back home, uh, you want to tag along? Yeah. I, I want, to find somewhere to, you know, f- fit in. I don't really have much else to go back to, so something where I can you know, help out. And yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they're great. Listen, you're going to fit right in. Um, <laughs> I think this would be good for you. I think this is really good. Um, tell you what, why don't we, like, I can show you how to, like, use a gun, something like that. That might help. i think that uh, this could like do a lot for your confidence what do you say uh yeah i was actually going to ask something like that because i know right now i haven't been the most helpful been a little bit of um and she sort of looks down and like Kicks around some dirt. Nah, don't worry about it. Someone needs to. Alex is going to spend the six days cleaning up around here. Seriously. And I was like, where did this come from? It just comes with like one of those brushes and just. Face dirt. (laughs) Opens the airlock. (laughs) (laughs) Release dirt into space. Can we get a space Roomba? (laughs) Oh my God. That's what Nona's going to spend her six days doing. But um, I don't know how good. I'll be with a gun. I should try, but 
I would also like to maybe practice my telepathy a little bit. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, let's train you up a little bit. This will be fun. Okay. Um, cool. Yeah. Cool. And so are you guys going to go and do that right now? Yeah, let's go. I mean, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Do we have like a train? I'm trying to remember the layout of the ship or just like in the cargo bay if there's not a better place to do it. Yeah, the, the, the cargo bay would be the 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 largest, most open spot. So it, to remind you guys about the layout of the ship, since you're going to be spending a couple, some time on it, um, there's two levels. There's the, the first level, which is basically the cargo bay. It also has the freighter elevator that goes up to the second, but also like the catwalk around. Think of the inside of the firefly. Oh, I am. Uh, Serenity. Constantly. Um, and then on the second level, is where all of the living quarters are. So the, the bedrooms and the spare bedroom that you guys have, um, the uh, the kitchen, the sort of living area off of the kitchen as well as the cockpit. And also the smuggler's hold is on the I'm going to call level. out. I <laughs> vaguely, I've been listening back over old episodes and I vaguely remember us also having a fire pole or a fireman's pole. I don't remember. I think I actually is that drew true? that in somewhere, yeah. <laughs> oh, I, think we have I a forgot about pole. that. That's yeah, very we, important. We just saw it as yeah. we were, like, walking onto the ship for the first oh, time. Oh, yeah. And it was never mentioned again, but yeah, I'm just going to throw this information oh, yeah. out there. We have a fireman's pole. No, no, that's very important. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, the, the fireman's pole is right next to the, the stairs to the catwalk. So, Excellent. yeah. Kind of how this... <laughs> the, the cargo works... The, the cargo bay sort of works in that you ha- you take stairs up into the catwalk and then you can take another set of stairs which you, takes you to the, the second level. So the mm. catwalk is kind of like a... In between. Secondary in between. Floor one and a half, floor. if you will. If you will. So you want to go to the cargo bay and... Yeah. Um, target practice. Target or, practice. I'm going to bring <laughs> one of the... On the inside of a ship... All right. What, no, what dodge. <laughs> yeah. You can dodge a bullet. You can dodge a ball. Like I want to try and bring one of those uh, cool pre-tech rifles that I don't think we've actually fired yet, or maybe Nona did off screen. I think we no, we went to a, a we? range and oh, fired no. them. Remember, and That's then they right. like took air, and then we had that whole question about whether right. they'd work in the vacuum of space. We I remember technically now. figured out. We have okay, yeah. so they don't just like shoot explosions. So that's good. They yeah. do shoot shrapnel, which tends to jump off of metal. It's true. Mm. Okay, maybe so a normal. You want to have something that catches the bullet. <laughs> maybe I, I like a normal laser rifle or something. Having instead. something that catches the bullet might be a good plan. Also, if they're doing this in the cargo bay, is the cargo bay where we're keeping our hover bikes? Uh, most definitely. Okay, that cool. would have to be where. So, um, get. one of my things on my to-do list was to go back and check out the hover bike that I mildly damaged by hitting that one guy with mm-hmm. and see if I can just, you know, like bang that out or make it look slightly better. Scrub out the caked in blood. Exactly. You know, <laughs> clean out the little... A little bit of spinal fluid. <laughs> there. Oh, yes. no. Hey, um, he was he was alive after I hit him. Someone else shot him. Yeah, but they're leather seats. <laughs> <laughs> so the... um. As uh, Claire and Micah are sort of prepping this area t- to have some form of rudimentary shooting range, you um, go and t- start to uh, look at the um, the bikes. And mm-hmm. one of them, pristine condition, maybe a little dusty because it was taken out into like a plateau, like dust bowl area. <laughs> um, the other one is a little bit rougher, has a little bit more dust on it, but all of the damage to it is is superficial. Sure. Like there, there are no um, components missing or broken. It's just you you dented the chassis a little bit. So it 
it's trivial to sort of bang, bang it that out. out. Yeah. Cool. Um, so you, you you do that. They're they're all they're both in sort of pristine condition. Uh, again, are you also going to wash them off? Keep yes. them nice and clean. Yes. Get that space dirt <laughs> off of them. I will not have this. Um, also, also, do we have any leftover paint? Because these could probably use flames too. Yes. Um, I'm going to say yes. Fantastic. Uh, Glenk probably um, lent you guys say like, you guys already opened these these cans. <laughs> go and keep them go um, if you need to do a touch up or something Fantastic. Like that. I'm going to spend some time painting flames on the sides of these things and potentially commenting on the shooting gallery <laughs> if I so feel inclined. Okay. I'm going to make note of that to make sure flames. I should write that down too. Yeah. Flames on flames on bikes very important one of the most important notes i've ever taken alex is is there anything that you're particularly doing while this is happening not not really i think he'll be spending most of his time on the second floor might come down to the catwalk if everybody's in the cargo bay anyway he's drinking a lot of coffee is how, is how I'm imagining it. Just like every time you see him, he'll have like a mug of coffee in his hands. <laughs> it's a different colored mug every single time. <laughs> Look up. So, Micah, you and Claire have set up this sort of rudimentary um, shooting range. You're, you're facing towards the, the, the back of the ship where the, um, the cargo bay opens up to sort of like a landing pad. Are, are, are you are you going to use the conventional weaponry? Or are you going to use one of those laser rifles that was given to you by the Paragon freelancers? Laser rifle seems like it'll probably do the least damage. Yeah, so we'll just I, add some scorch marks. Yeah, scorch marks are fine. We can get the. Should space we give her a pistol that. instead of a rifle? Yes, we we definitely should. <laughs> I mean, does she have a gun she'd like to try? What what feels right to you? What what sits right in your hands, hon? <laughs> And so you effectively, like, you've given her a choice of these, these two weapons. Yeah. No. And you, you give her the, the rifle, and it just, it looks like it's almost the size of her. And she's just sort of, like, having it curled to her body. It's like, um, maybe the smaller one to yeah, start uh, out with. Okay, g- g- give me that one back. Yeah, that, all right. The one chooses Sounds the good. wizard. <laughs> Uh, so we have a laser pistol, then? Yep. So you, you've given her yes. a, a standard laser pistol. Hmm. What what have you guys have set up for targets? Probably some extra crates, probably not ones that like have drugs or guns in them. Space the drugs beans. the drugs got ejected into space. Yeah, there's right. no crate, more crates with drugs in them. So, they definitely injected all of them. Every single of them. Yes. There's also a no, you, Alex. You kept ten of them. Oh yeah, you? no, I was lying. Alex at oh, one point okay. um was doing target practice in the cargo hold. Oh yeah. yeah. So yeah. there's there's like yeah, there's stuff. like pillows and, and blankets and stuff there. Um if we have the paint, we can I don't know how fancy we want to do, mm. we could put like a bullseye, bullseye? on it. Oh, I like that idea. Yeah. I like that idea. Okay, we're putting a bullseye on we'll this. We'll draw some happening. flames on the side. And, <laughs> and I was yep. like, this, this needs more. And just adds <laughs> little flames around the bullseye. So yep. you, you've got this, this firing range set up. You probably have 20 or 30 meters. Or, or do you want to give start a little bit closer and then move Let's start back? a little closer. All right. <laughs> so 10 meters is about 10 yards, right? Ish, yeah. Yeah, all right. So, yeah. Give or take some. So you guys start 10 meters away 
And are you going to be coaching her through yeah, this? Yeah, so like, I'm going to... Just go for it. Just pull the trigger and go for it. I th- I'm going to let her, like, fire a couple first and, like, observe and then maybe, like demonstrate like trying to do a little more like this mm-hmm. you know that kind of back and forth I, I assume you've also before you did anything else um coached her about gun safety i was just going to say if if micah didn't nona you definitely know, did so i actually don't use conventional guns very much so i think i micah forgot that so nona feel okay free to yeah nona's gonna cut in <laughs> like, and like word <laughs> for word be like this is how one should use a gun Mm-hmm. Rule one. Yeah. Like, it's like, all right, you can't just think and destroy. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, full disclosure, I actually d- don't really know how to shoot normal guns very well. Oh, that that is true. Yeah. Because you use effectively um, telekinesis to shoot people. Yeah, it's all very intuitive. So we'll see how much of my instruction actually helps. Fantastic. So... Um, and Nona walks her yeah. through like that. Don't point point the thing unless you're ready to destroy it. Don't put it your finger on the trigger. It is surprisingly similar unless... to the exact lesson that Nona got off of Space YouTube. <laughs> just shoot a gun. Of course, the, the important place to learn all of your gun safety. YouTube, yeah. So she, um, no, I'm actually going to roll an attack roll for her. Oh, good. Yeah, this is not going to go well because she has a minus one shoot right now. I mean, if she just like points it in the right direction, probably no one will die. Oh, no one's going <laughs> to. She, she, she has taken all of all of your teachings to heart. She Fantastic. has like, make you, she knows where the safety is on the thing. She knows not to put her finger on the trigger until she's ready to shoot. She knows not to point it at anything unless she's ready to destroy it. So like all of you are definitely back and maybe even Fantastic. set up like a little like shield for you guys to sort of like behind peek it. behind. And Go Nona's on. down. Leave it, honey. Just, just shoot it. And she's like, what? Oh my God. Um, and she she takes the, the first couple of shots and nope. So she rolled a four, a, a, a 10 and a 15. So she takes... Three wow. shots at this. She got better really fast. Yeah. So she, she takes <laughs> she takes a couple shots at this, and the first one doesn't even hit. Like it doesn't even hit the the target that you guys have created from ten meters away. It, it, it shoots off and just hits the the back. Maybe um, a little bit the, closer. The door. <laughs> it starts and you guys you yelling uh, words of encouragement. The second shot. <laughs> you suck. <laughs> you suck. Put the, the gun uh, down. <laughs> The, the, the second shot gets a little bit closer, singes like the side of the target, but still technically a miss. Strike two. <laughs> and the, the third and final shot out of the, the sort of three bursts that she had shot hits it, not directly on the bullseye, but hits the target. Hooray! Hits like the Woo! second or so ring. And you, you can tell she's a little, little frazzled by it. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's a lot to sort of be throwing destructive forces <laughs> Alex calls down that, yeah, that was that was very good uh, next time maybe open the eyes <laughs> that, that will be that will help a lot okay yeah. <laughs> no eyes open like now if you <laughs> oh, all right and, and she opens her eyes <laughs> it's good it's a good start yeah, sure. yeah that was really good uh yeah if, try and keep at it maybe push her back another. 10 meters or something at a certain point. Mm-hmm. So yeah. she she continues doing her training. She's she's running through a couple of shots and she's getting better. She's definitely a novice at this. But at 10 yards, she eventually gets to the point where she's hitting 
pretty consistently and then starts moving back. And this is uh, occurring over uh, a couple of days at yeah. this point, not think, a couple of hours that you guys are doing. Yeah, sure. for sure. I think one of the one of the times we're standing there, I'm going to lean over to Micah and say, given that we don't have any extra armor, do you think you could teach her to make the glowy stuff you have? Um, wait, actually, Jeff, uh, out of character, is is she, as far as we know, a full psychic or just a telepath? Or like, I know she has the weird two-channel thing that Tony was talking about, but as far as we're aware, she can't do non-telepath things, right? So you would know this just as a psychic yourself, but effectively what Alex and Micah are, they're partial psychics. So yeah. partial psychics only have the ability to practice one particular category of psychics, uh, of, of psionics. So obviously Alex is biopsionics, Micah is telekinetic. From what you've heard from Claire sort of talking about herself and how it all works for her, she does have the capacity to sort of lean into some of the other, other psionic sort mm. of uh, classifications, um, but she's only really ever worked or has an affinity for telepathy, but that doesn't mean she couldn't like try and train herself in uh, tel uh, telekinesis. Okay. Thank you. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, so to Nona, um, maybe eventually, I'm not sure she's kind of ready to try and pull that together right now, but she might. So we should go find her some armor somewhere. That would be best. Well, I mean, the, um, the acolytes are gonna have some armor they can give her. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, if we run into anything before then and we decided to take her outside, <laughs> then sure. But uh, I don't think it's a, a high-priority problem. <laughs> All right. So, yeah. Um, I'm also going to go up and suggest the same thing to Alex, but, like, in the form of, hey, do you think you can teach her how to do healing stuff? Uh, may, may, perhaps I'm... Um, all things considered, I'm not necessarily very good at it. Uh, I've never try to teach anybody uh maybe why i just think it'll be useful to have as many psychic skills as possible yeah especially if we if she is planning on sticking around if we had a second healer on our team yeah something bad happened to you she could heal you well let's not talk too much about that you know knock on wood and everything yeah I look see, around for wood being on a spaceship there is none <laughs> Yeah, that's well, that's why we try not to talk about it on the ship. It would it would definitely take more than six days to get any results, however. Mm. And you know, she's busy enough with the firearm training. But yeah, anyway. Cool. I'm going to go back to listening to the radio. <laughs> I don't think you actually get service uh, in metadimensional spaces. <laughs> Alex is sitting and listening Just to white listen, noise. Listen to static. Drinking a trembling hand, <laughs> drinking a cup of coffee. That's not at all concerning uh, whatsoever. Yeah, you guys are, are, are spending your time. Uh, probably a couple of days pass and uh, Claire goes up to you, Micah, and says, um, so... I want to try something. I have been practicing my telepathy as well um, into something that is called, uh, called like selective editing. So um, oh, terrifying. Mm -hmm. basically <laughs> I can 
try and impose my will on someone in such a way that they will ignore some detail for a period of time. So I could uh, theoretically make them like ignore the fact that something is missing or something's there that shouldn't be or something's weird um, that shouldn't be there. And it would just sort of not face them. Um, I need someone to try it on. Uh, you are low-key so scary sometimes. <laughs> I'm just going to muss up her hair a little bit. Yeah, sure, shoot. So, um, Glad you scared me. Like, <laughs> she, she, she hands you an object. Let's just say it was, it's a pen. She hands you a pen and okay. says, Okay, um, I want you to just try and remember that you have this pen in your pocket. Okay. I'll put the pen in my pocket. Okay. And what I'm going to need <laughs> you to do... She you. She <laughs> just straight up stabs you. Do you remember? <laughs> what are you thinking about? What? <laughs> it's not the pen anymore, is it? <laughs> the pen. Is knife? it the pen in your pocket or the knife in your ribs? <laughs> <laughs> she does not do that. <laughs> she um so yeah, you you take this pen and you, you put it in your pocket mm. and you start looking at each other and you can see just sort of a, a flash behind her eyes. I'm telling you that there might be something happening psychically speaking and I need you to roll a will saving throw. Oh boy. Okay. Um, I don't mental know if I've done one of these before. I think I made you guys do a, a luck saving throw. Or made Kirsten do a luck saving throw. Yeah, yeah for I timing. found that real bad. Yeah. Stupid okay. scorpion bots. <laughs> stupid ladder this. <laughs> stupid All right. Jeff and his stupid grape with, the- <laughs> <laughs> with the straw in the middle. Dumb, a uh, wisdom saving throw? Uh, it would be a or mental saving throw. Men- so yeah. just flat the number that it says on the sheet, not the yeah, modifier. So you're trying to roll uh, equal to or above that, I believe. Okay. Got a 12 against a 13, so no. Okay. So you see the, this um, play out in front of you where there's this flash behind her eyes. You don't really feel any different. You can't quite remember why you were doing this. So you just sort of stand there and 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 continue to look uh. at her. <laughs> this means uh, effectively you have forgotten that you have this pen in your pocket. And she speaks up and says, um, Micah, do you remember what we're doing? Um, well, we were definitely... Um, sorry, I think I spaced out a little bit. Uh, didn't you want to tell me something? And at that, there's another sort of flash behind her eyes, and you almost like Harry Potter from the Philosopher's Stone <laughs> yeah. feel, oh, there's something in my pocket. It's a mirror. Terrifying. Does mirror me have to be so happy about <laughs> Oh, what? I will reach back to. The pen in my pocket, so wow, that was 
do I like remember that what we did now, or do I just like have a perception of the pen again? The four of spades. So I, I think how the it's supposed to work is uh, you are unless it is brought to your attention that you were unaware of this fact, you would just sort of not remember that this gap in memory sort of happened. Um, so basically what it would feel like is you forgot something and then immediately remembered it, but within like a two second time frame. Okay. I was pull it out and say, oh, this isn't my pen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, um, so anyway, what, what was it you wanted to talk about, Claire? And Fantastic. she, um, is quite happy and pleased with this. Um, I, that was selective editing. Um, <laughs> thank you. And she takes the pen and, and walks away. Thank you for listening. Uh, okay. <laughs> Today's selective editing has been brought to you by... Letter Q. Letter Q. Um, so that is something that Claire sort of has in her, her pocket now. She has the ability to Fantastic. will people to forget or overlooked um, a thing, assuming they they fail a mental saving throw. She's so soft-spoken, but so scary. (laughs) Dude, telepathy is scary, man. Also, it's like one of the hardest psionics to detect when it has happened. So a lot of times people just be like, well, that was weird. (laughs) Why did I do that? Uh, God damn, we're going to have to watch out for Matrix deja vu moments. Yeah. The cat walking yeah, across and then walking across yeah, exactly. again. I am actually going to go in and go check up on whatever Alex is doing. Okay. Um, Alex is going to be around in common areas mm-hmm. uh, during the day. I think that if we're a few days in, there's going to be noticeable bags under his eyes. Uh-huh. As we're getting closer to the end of the spike drill, Alex has been getting less and less sleep and been <laughs> drinking more and more coffee. Um, every once in a while, if there is a radio in the room, he doesn't listen to white noise. <laughs> but he does turn it around and just kind of flick through the channels, almost like like a habit, and then just kind of turn it back off. But yeah, if you so he's not doing anything, you know, in particular. But kind well, of you, you'll catch him like flicking through weird. that <laughs> and and noticing. No, not uh, he'll turn off the radio. <sighs> How's it going? Fine. Are you okay? Yeah, for sure. I I noticed that you are drinking more than the daily recommended amount of caffeinated beverages for a human. He like looks down at like the I don't the mug has been getting steadily bigger. <laughs> if you continue at this, you might have some trouble sleeping. Yeah, um, no, yeah, for sure. I'll um, it puts down the cup of the, the coffee. Yeah, that, that that'll probably do it. Yeah, um, I've I've been staying up a little bit late lately. Yeah, doing anything in particular? No. Uh, I'm trying to get into yoga. Uh, I think <laughs> I might go talk to Micah about it. Well, make sure you eat something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Having that breakfast. Yeah, I'll, I'll get something. Um, Oh, he'll like fire. He'll go like <laughs> stagger over to the fridge and just like open it up and start looking through it. Well, Nona's job completed. She retires. He, he, he's like, <laughs> next time you see him, he'll be chewing on like a baby bell, <laughs> just staring in his face. Cool. Yeah, <laughs> an incredibly awkward conversation. 
Um, just a, a quick uh, asterisk. It's actually the, the skill that she used is not selective editing. That's another one that I got confused with. It's called suppress cognition, which uh. makes a little bit more sense. Mm. Selective editing, I think, deals with actually editing memory, um, yeah. which is another telepath, uh, telepathy ability, but is higher up. So suppress cognition. So you guys are, are, are hanging around the ship. Alex seems to be having yeah. a rougher and rougher time. Uh, in the days, he's definitely just kind of wandering around and he'll like join uh, any training things with Claire, but always in the catwalk. He won't go down uh, to the cargo bay. Mm -hmm. um, and at night, he similarly just kind of will stay in his room, won't be able to fall asleep, will wander over to the cargo bay kind of like looking down at where the drugs were. And then he'll like go to the kitchen and like make some coffee and then go back to his room. Uh, that's kind of Alex's pattern for, for a couple of days. Yeah. I believe that after having noticed him that first time, I'm going to be checking in on him at my normal breakfast, lunch and dinner times and making sure he eats food. And also probably informing him that he's drinking too much caffeine if I catch him drinking caffeine. It will be incredibly repetitive. Mm -hmm. <laughs> is is Alex eating enough? Alex is eating when he's reminded to to eat. Yes, um, I'm helping. Yeah, for sure. And if if somebody points out the caffeine, he starts putting it down. He puts the mug of coffee like oh, never dumps it. Just kind of leaves it in arm's reach. But let's go of the mug. So if somebody's kind of like watching him, he'll eventually start like dozing in chairs around the the house. But mm -hmm. uh, but yeah. Micah, having seen all of this, are you <laughs> yeah. going to make any comments so, or anything? So, so I was going to say, I think for the most part, uh, I am like too wrapped up in the training with Claire and thinking about that to especially notice what's going on. But probably at a certain point, like late at night, like Claire should go to bed. I might go into the kitchen to grab something and spot Alex there. Yeah. Like, <laughs> again. Just like at the table, like lights off. <laughs> he, like, yeah. the lights. Oh. I was like, oh. Hey, um, I've been waiting for you. <laughs> Except not uh, dude, you look kind of bad. Are you <laughs> all right? So, something eating at you? Yeah. Um, no, I'm eating at this cracker. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the pinnacle uh, of wit. <laughs> uh, Alex, I'm like going to yeah. snap in front of his face. Uh, what's up? You're kind of a mess yeah well, you you look like you haven't slept in days oh i've been i've been, I've been sleeping um yeah oh, I'm, I'm sorry um what's up with you no, no it's just been it's just been hard to to sleep uh it happens sometimes you know i might try to go to bed you sure man yeah yeah i'm tired so all right. I mean, if you want to talk about something, like we can can chat, I guess. But uh, if not, I mean, take care of yourself. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and he'll like quickly, but not 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 overly quickly, in his tired, uh, sleep deprived mind, like stand up and stagger back to his bedroom. The important question yeah. is: Does he take the coffee with him? <laughs> No, no, he'll leave. He'll leave the table. He'll leave the crackers and the coffee or whatever on the table. Probably if it's night, I'm driving and doing my normal monitoring comms thing. 
Yeah. Oh, except we're, in, we're on a spike drive, so probably nothing much to drive or monitor. You Can would you probably want to check every once in a while okay. that everything is going according to the, the rudder's course and everything, and maybe right. sometimes minutely changing certain things to make sure you're heading on the same, the correct direction. Sure. But other than that, it doesn't need your, it, it's a little bit in autopilot right now when you are, once you get into it, mm -hmm. but you do need to occasionally check up on it and make sure nothing's going wrong. Immediately. That's fair. I think then that's probably like my default location if nothing else is happening because people would normally go to their rooms, but I don't really have all that much to do in my room. So I'm just going to drive. Yeah. So I think I would head over to... <clears throat> Gives me the cockpit, assuming that Nona's going to be there. Yeah. Um, just kind of poke my head in. It's like, hey, how you doing? Fine. Yourself? You, you all right? Doing okay. Uh, yo, have you noticed that Alex has been kind of weird on this spike drill at all? He's been consuming far too much caffeine, way above the recommended amounts for a human. Yeah, that Also, he forgets to sense. eat. Do you know what's up with him? I have absolutely no idea. Perhaps we should get Claire to read his mind. <laughs> it's a little uh, invasive. I don't think that he deserves that. Um, even Alex deserves some privacy. But um, hmm. uh, yeah, I don't know. He seems like he's a bit of a mess right now. And I, I don't want to pry too much, but we should keep an eye out for him at least. Hmm. Okay. I'll up my attention. Thank, yeah, that's kind of the best we can do. He's not the chatty type, really. <laughs> so I'm anticipating this talk is probably happening at least halfway through um, in order for mm -hmm. people to have to, noticed. Yeah, yeah. And, and for it to have gotten yeah. this bad. So one of the, you, you guys are getting close to um, leaving that dimensional space. And uh, Alex, one of the times you are in your room sort of going through that, that, the static on the radio, you hear a knock on the door. I turn off the radio and I like sit in the room for a little bit. Um. <laughs> Alex, are you in there? I'm going to hide from a telepath by turning the radio off. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's, it's like runs a, runs a hand through his hair. Uh, yeah, yeah, hold up. Um, and I go and I open the door. Um, hey, uh, what's up? You, uh, you woke me up. I'm sorry about that. No, it's fine. Um, can we talk? Yeah, yeah, of course. Anytime. Uh, I have a chair. Do you, you can go sit down. Okay. And, um, it, it's now that you recognize that, um, Argos is, is with her. And you let them both into your room. Oh, do you let them both into your room? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Argos can come in. Okay. But he's on thin ice, mister. I assume you take, you sit on the edge of the bed. And, I sit on my bed, yeah. Um, she, she sits um, next to the chair and Argos sort of curls up between the two of you. <laughs> Alex, mm? I'm worried about you. I see how you're acting recently and even though i haven't known you for too long i know this is different and i haven't been snooping you know <laughs> um 
I just, I'm worried. And I want to make sure you're okay. So truthfully, honestly, mm-hmm. are you okay? What, what's, what's going on? Oh, um, yeah. Well, yeah, um, I mean, it's, I'm not doing, I'm not doing the best. Yeah, obviously, um, I'm just worried, I think. And it's hard for me to to sleep uh, when I'm when I'm very worried, and that's that's the root of it. So no, no, I'm I'm not doing very well. But you know, it's uh, it's not as far from normal as you as you think it is. If you don't mind me asking, what are you worried about? Oh, you, you know. It's people, things. Sometimes it feels like you can be worried about everything. And, you know, I can kind of live with that for, for some times, but uh, it's hard right now. Okay. Okay. Thank you for for checking. I'm sorry for making you worry. You know, if you ever need to talk, I'm I'm sure Micah is here as well. Nona is a little bit of a <laughs> a hard one to she sort of. She tries her best. Damn it! You're not here right now. I'm just saying. <laughs> um, and even if you don't want to talk, but just want someone to understand how you're feeling. I can do that. I can help if you want. I don't want to pry. I don't want to look at things that are supposed to be private to you, but I see that you're hurting and want you to know that if you feel like talking about it, I'm here. You're very good at this. Thank you. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll let you know. Okay. And um, Argos picks his head up as she <laughs> gets up and says, "Okay. Um, I'll talk to you later." Mm-hmm. And I thought for a second you said Argos says, and I was like, <laughs> what the fuck? No, she, she gets Sorry. up and Argos picks up his head at that, and she she walks out out the door followed by um followed by Argos, and you're 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 there to sort of sit in this this silence. Yeah. Alex looks at his backpack with uh mounds of drugs in it. <laughs> um I this is probably a bad time to call this out but um given after our conversation micah and mine and me paying more attention i'm probably going to be attempting to discreetly follow alex around 
whenever possible. So like that conversation, I know he's in his room. So like I'm like down the hall, but just like sitting there. <laughs> you just have a <laughs> cup something. to the door. No, 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 no. I just need to know where he is. We're like okay. nature documentary kind of I people see. like hiding in the bushes, except I'm very bad at it and I have no bushes. <laughs> Stalker.exe. <laughs> <laughs> running, running. So yeah, you, you guys have been spending the, the majority of this the spike drill helping out Claire with some of her, her, her training just to try and like at least give her some rudimentary basics on if she does get in danger and she can protect herself. And also she's trying to learn more about um, her powers and and that stuff as well. And Alex has been dealing with some things. Anything else major before you guys sort of get to that that five, six day range and are about to leave metadimensional space? I don't think so. I think as long mm-hmm. as Alex hasn't noticeably deteriorated in any way, I'm just going to continue by following him around. Yeah, I think there's enough to do with Claire that that is taking most of my attention. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, here's an interesting question, just for semantics sake. I do have the split focus subroutine. Can I run that and make that do the minor adjustments while my main self goes elsewhere? Or do I have to be in the cockpit in order to do that? You don't have a peripheral in order to sort of split focus do that. If that makes sense. Like, okay. if you had, if you were able to link up some computer nearby sure. to you, like you're physically going to try and be following him around. Uh-huh. So you're not also physically there. So that, that yeah. physical limitation. Right okay. Now that's is what I thought. I just wanted to make sure. Cool. So yeah, you, you guys are, are getting closer to leaving uh, metadimensional space and I think um, if Nona is actively following Alex around, Alex is going to notice. And it'll be fine at first, but towards like a <laughs> second or maybe third day of this, you're you're going to see Alex like giving you some side eye, like mad. It's like the beginnings of anger starting to pick up. Can you roll a, uh, a charisma no check for me, Nona? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, this is going to be fun. <laughs> it's, it's not good, I feel. It's, it's about the worst it can be, actually. I got a one. Cool. Alex doesn't know you're there. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I am still. I am the knight. Well, you're like, he like enters a room and Nona like casually strolls into the room and just like stands in front of a counter. <laughs> and Alex will leave. Like two seconds will pass and then Nona will leave the room. Yeah, that is exactly what I'm talking about. Alex doesn't say anything. So um, <laughs> that all is is happening. And near the last couple of hours before you guys leave um, metadimensional space, Claire goes up to you and she has a pair of um, of scissors in her hands. Oh God! Oh God! Um, I realize now with the previous session, this is a little bit worried, but but don't worry. There's there's a reason for this madness. Okay. And she goes up to you, Mike, and says, "Um, if I'm going to be uh in combat, or maybe not combat, but like 
in a dangerous situation, it's maybe better if I didn't have super long hair. Would you um help me maybe try and trim it up a bit? I'm gonna choke back a little tear that she's asking me for help with cutting her hair. So yes, I can definitely do that. Or I'll definitely try. <laughs> uh <laughs> Because I don't I, know if that's something I need to roll for, but I will try to help her cut her hair. I'm just I'm I'm a, I'm a let it pass because okay. I, I don't want to give her a bad haircut. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I okay. have bangs now. As it will, it will be incredibly important on this <laughs> an audio only medium. Um, yeah, but uh, effectively, you guys are able to shorten her hair down to make it look. Um, presentable because as as I've just, just described it before, she had this pretty long flowing hair, and maybe not like down to the hips, but definitely it was reaching like the middle middle of her back. Um, so it was quite a lot of hair. So is what she wants just like the same thing, but like up around the shoulders, or like a particular style? Or she she want for? she's like doing the the big chop, like she's okay. she's going for like the pixie Milan or, cut. Okay, so <laughs> no, like, even shorter than Milan, shorter Milan than me. I just up, meant right? more in the sense of like she just took a sword and like went at it. <laughs> yeah, because I've got kind of like a bob cut, so not like super short, but she kind of wants to get it up there. Yeah, exactly. All right, all right, respect that. <laughs> roll, roll, <laughs> roll. <laughs> All right, roll. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, what are you rolling? You probably this is a work dexterity. This is no, a sad a good, thing. That's a good. All right, yeah. But I can call out for a fact that pixie cuts are incredibly hard to give if you're a person who is not particularly skilled in the barber thing. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, which no is why I didn't. That. Why I didn't want to have uh, Micah roll. <laughs> oh, that, that's, that's cocked. cocked. Yeah, <laughs> it is on a corner. So seven. <laughs> that that Terrible. is good enough to give a passable haircut. Let's go. Respectable. Um, it is not haircut. a bowl cut. It is, it is not a bowl cut. She might want to go to an actual like hairstylist to like touch it up a little bit, but it looks it looks good. I won't hold that against her. That's it. Yeah, we'll, exactly. we'll hit up a space supercuts on Arisiyama. It'll be <laughs> no, fine. No, not space supercuts. We'll make it worse. <laughs> <laughs> this episode brought to you by space supercuts. They'll make They'll it worse. Make it worse. <laughs> space supercuts. You just want to get fucked up. <laughs> Swing on by. It'll take 10 minutes. <laughs> good times. <laughs> All right. So... All of that has happened. Nona, you uh, alert everyone in the crew that you were uh, going to leave metadimensional space. Mm-hmm. Now um, leaving uh, metadimensional so space. Quickly, day of the day of leaving metadimensional space, Alex is going to take a dose of the wide awake serum that we got from the space station. Okie doke. Fantastic. Um, remind us what that does exactly. Um. Did you have it written down? I could also look it up. It's in the thing. I know that it keeps you wide awake for up to seven days, and you're full of alertness and energy. Fantastic. You cannot recover systems. You cannot recover system strain during that time. <laughs> okay. Is there? There's. Is there anything about a uh, a second dose of wide awake serum? Nope. <laughs> That's like taking two 
48 hour energies. You just don't do it. <laughs> yeah. well, wide awake serum gives the user enormous vigor and alertness for up to seven days at a time. The user need not sleep or even rest, but during this time, it is impossible to recover a crude system strain. Um, and I think that not sleeping, you know, a crude system strain <laughs> is system kind of how that works, doom. right? Yeah, probably. So, yeah, that. So, you do you, uh, Alex, do you, do you still, what, what's the word? Um, are you still like drinking coffee and are super jittery or no day of, um, so yeah, I think night of is very bad for Alex. Uh, you know, whatever internal lights come up in the ship that tells us that it's morning. Alex sits up in bed, looks over at the backpack, digs through it, stops on the revelry syringe for a while, uh, picks up the wide awake serum, takes it and comes down the next day. Uh, still looking pretty fucked up, like <laughs> pale and with eyes, with with bags under his eyes, but um, not drinking coffee, fixes himself breakfast, uh, whatever, Noda hasn't noticed anything, <laughs> but, you know, whatever anger um, was around there is probably gone. He's he's good to go. Good morning. Um, all right, let's try not to get blown apart as we make our way to Urisiyame. Normal stations? Should I take up Gunner? Sure. Yeah. I cool. That's where you've been before, right? Yeah. I think so. I don't think I can help with anything. <laughs> um, we put her on comms last time. It did I, not go well. Yeah, I can it, be there for emotional support. It's all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That sounds good. <laughs> okay. We put her, we put her like, we give her a chair next to the pilot seat and give her like one of those <laughs> stickers with the wheel. wings on it. <laughs> Congratulations, you're a co-pilot. Uh, you oh, ever seen the crazy. inside of a Turkish prison? <laughs> <laughs> I'm dying. Uh, uh, anyway, <laughs> one airplane reference later. So you guys are are, are getting out of metadimensional space. Mm -hmm. You sort of, um, as this happens, this opalescent sort of fog and haze that covered the screens before gets sort of pulled away from the um, the, the front of your um, your spaceship, and you are able to see the stars again and what you believe yourself to again be in um, regular space. We believe ourselves um, to be. Yeah, I realized oh, that. Oh, God. <laughs> that was a, maybe not the best choice. I of turned words. over and slapped Claire. <laughs> Are we still in normal space? Um, Kidding. Does the radio work? <laughs> so, um, where are you guys heading? Aritsuyame. Aritsuyame? Uh, yeah. Yep. So, we, we just show up in like the entry point for this system, right? Yep. Is, is how this works. Yeah. So, head to Aritsuyame. Yep. All right. And you guys sort of discussed this was the place that you were going to go. And where are you headed on Orisiyame? Um, I actually, this is a chance for me to talk about Orisiyame for Let's for talk really about geography that I question. remember the names of places, I promise. You absolutely don't. I remember. <laughs> I saved only... it on my phone, though. <laughs> I remember when we originally did the spike drill, we only had fuel enough for one of those. But also, I think we discussed the ability to, like, there are this many fuel tanks. You can, if you fill up all the way, you can do it this many times. Don't know what that number was. You have an extra fuel bunker, I believe. It okay. should also be listed on the, the Phoenix's uh, score sheet, which you guys are keeping track of. How many tabs must I open? But I believe the Phoenix has 
effectively two fuel bunkers. So you can make Sweet. two jumps without having to refuel uh, until you need to refuel again. So you could theoretically go back to Medinar right now if you no, want. No, no, no. I just wanted to like, how much are we looking for a gas station? Um, you're you're, you're on idea. half. <laughs> okay. Like going around a, a particular system is fine, right. is, is easy. Uh, you're able to do that just fine. It's jumping be- between systems that requires that, that yeah, fuel load. Right. So you could effectively do one more spike drill before you have to look for a gas station. And how station. many rudders do we got? You have the rudder between Metanar and Magalka. That's it. it. Cool. Um, and that's still in pretty okay condition? Yeah. It's like, um, it doesn't degrade until like six months or something. And okay. you got the most recent version. So that, 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 that'll be good for a while. Just knowing how our group works, I want to prepare for a quick exit. Should we? <laughs> should the need should arise? Need should the need arise, we can leave real fast. So... We can so, discuss Orisiyame when you guys get closer, but whereabouts are you guys headed? So I can talk a little bit about the, the geography, maybe not what everything looks like, but Orisiyame has uh, effectively four continents on it. There's, I'm sure everyone's going to remember all of these things. Mm-hmm. Ostia, Corstia, Strania, and Gilfern. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> Gilfern's the odd one out. Ostia is the biggest one. It's where most of the population lives. It's also where the capital city of Principa is. Oh, wow. Oh. Ah, picture. Yeah. You want to toss that in the drive if it's not right here? Ostia, Costia, Sostia, and Gopher. Ostia <laughs> and Bob. Corstia. Corstia. And Strania. Okay. Horstia, uh, you say? Corstia, yes. Got it. I uh, thought for a second you said Horstia, and I get very excited. <laughs> Known as secretly um, a horse girl. <laughs> Micah is from Orisiame um, and uh, has friends in the, to just remind Micah in case, in case uh, Micah forgot, Micah forgot mm-hmm. um, in the city of Breeze on Strania. Yep. To talk a little bit about the, um, the political nature of Orisiame. We already hear a little bit about what's going on there. There's a civil war um, happening. The uh, current ruling class, known as the Children of the Silence, has the majority of Ostia, um, is really the only presence in Guilford. In fact, Guilford doesn't really have um, any population. It's too um, difficult to, to live there in order to have cities. And then Corstia and Strania a little bit less so. Strania is the most psychic sympathizing group. Um, the ones that sympathize the most with the secondary um, group that is fighting for control over the planet, which is known as the Acolytes of the End. Oh, great. Okay. <laughs> You've got an Acolyte of the End on your ship. Yeah, but I don't think I knew that. <laughs> oh, you didn't know. He had, like a, she had a title. Backstory. I'm sorry, have you met us? We don't talk we sit there in silence and we do space yoga and we teach a small child how to shoot alex never brought up space yoga after that brief mentioning just want to be very clear oh, yeah. if i'd heard about like, it i would have pursued it but i wasn't no. there. <laughs> yeah no it's very fair. um micah and alex would know that the uh it, it's not necessarily two fronts it is one overwhelming power which is the children of silence and the other one, which is a bunch of disconnected cells, the acolytes of the end, that is. So they they talk to one another and occasionally plan things together, but they all they oftentimes 
work in parallel rather than um, together. The acolytes of the end. Got that it. is, there's no battlefield. There, yeah, not exactly. Orisiyame is the battlefield. Exactly. It, 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 um, the acolytes of the end do use quite uh, a lot of guerrilla tactics, and occasionally a battlefield will arise. There are uh, psychic sympathizers that aren't psychics themselves who um, help out with the acolytes of the end, but a lot of the members of acolytes of the end are. Um, psychics themselves, the ones that are getting um, the the short end of the stick on Orisiyame. Mm-hmm. Um, so that that's a general idea of what's happening there. Micah, you would know that if you tried to land on Ostia, there would be a lot of eyes on you. Ostia is the most heavily fortified. Um, it is the one where the most sort of attacks happen. Um, because it is the foothold of the Children of Silence itself. So anything new in or out of Ostia is oftentimes very closely looked at. Strania is much laxer when it comes to what's coming in and out, especially the City of Breeze, which is why you guys took up living there. That's why you guys operate out of Breeze specifically. But that's not to say that it is controlled by the acolytes of sorry yeah that does not mean it's controlled by the acolytes at the end the vast majority of it of the entire um planet of oriusiame most cities are still owned and controlled and protected i say that with quotation marks by the children of the silence i just want to pause for a moment and just say a big hearty congratulations to jeff for having come up with Two separate names on two sides of war that both sound like the bad guys. <laughs> That's just, it's impressive. That's all. Yeah. It's nice when it's spelled out for you. Mm-hmm. I mean, they can't all be the Paragon freelancers. <laughs> <laughs> Rude. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm going to direct Nona to bring us toward the city of Breeze on the continent of Estronia. Now, is this like multiple cheeses or like soft wind? Two E's. Oh. Oh. Got it. Breeze. Got it. Like Drew Breeze, the quarterback, who no. only I probably That's know. nothing. No. That's no. not a... No. They didn't it need to help. let us know that was a reference. Doesn't it's help It's not a reference. Okay. <laughs> yeah, everything it's under Siami is, is no, a football it's not. thing. Okay. It came up and I liked Come the, the meet, name of it. Meet the oh, leader of the Acolytes the of the End, Brady. Oh. I, I use that, like, almost every single one of these names came from that fantasy oh, uh, love the random name generator. Mm. The best awesome. best thing, so I don't have to think of, of stupid names. Come meet the old man Belichick, leader of the Patriots. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, Rissiame. Beautiful Rissiame. <laughs> he is the cyborg Tom Brady, and with him, he has won. Him and his <laughs> empty ball. <laughs> Six superb owls. <laughs> All right. Owls. Let's get anyway, to this sorry, goddamn planet. Sorry. So, anyway. <laughs> yeah, let's land. Yep. So, yeah, we're going to head that. there. And as we know before, traveling in space sometimes takes a while. You're traveling in between regions. So, it's going to be another two days. Press. Mm, okay. So, um, what do you guys do during those two days? Same the the day. continue sort of thing? Yeah, Alex is doing a lot better. <laughs> he is awake. Yep. 
Wide awake. Wide awake, one might say. Oh, no. Um, I am going to probably try and uh, radio in or contact the folks on the ground, let them know that we're uh, close by. If we have like a secure channel or something that we use for our activities. Sure. Yeah. So you hop on the uh, the comms channel and uh, start trying to to reach out to them. Um, There's only so fast because you guys are still two days away, right? Mm -hmm. There's only so fast that um, light and radio waves can sort of travel. Mm -hmm. So you send in your your little message. What what, what kind of message? What was it saying exactly? Letting them know this is Micah. I'm on my way back to check in and brought a potential new recruit. Okay. So you you send out this message on on your sort of more... um, encrypted channel so people can't necessarily listen in and at this distance you wouldn't necessarily expect uh, a response probably for and because they might also be away so you probably give it a couple of hours before you get a response back and you you check in occasionally for any new um hails or, or calls and there doesn't seem to be anything in you're not sure whether there was some interference that may have prevented your message from getting there. That's a possibility. But if they did get their, your message, it would have been weird if they didn't respond by now. Okay. Well, yeah, maybe they're not home. Uh, so, yeah, still keep on going to the same place. And we maybe be a little more on guard. Okay. Do You, you yeah. don't send uh, additional messages to try and make sure you've gone through that interference you just assume that everything's yeah. fine no one's home I think either they got it or they didn't and if uh like the channel got compromised or something i don't want to give away more information completely fair okay um alex is gonna check the accounts to see if that money has come through from the paragon freelancers yet one second i'm writing, writing no no notes. problem uh jeff is uh, keeping account of all the things Claire's stolen from us since she can just edit things out of existence now. Yep, exactly. That'd be pretty hard to maintain, though, I think. <laughs> the smuggler's old. Oh, shit. What was the question again? <laughs> He's going to check if the money has come through from the Paragon Freelancers yet. Yes. So from the uh, the estimation that uh, Rodana gave you, you guys should have about 100,000 credits coming your way. Um over some period of time, you uh, check the account that you gave to Rodana to put the money into, and you do see that there's 50,000 credits there. Ideally, I would have opened that under one of the very fake IDs that they gave us. Like, it's a new one. It's not one that uh, previously existed. It would be under one of your guys' fake IDs. Cool. Which we haven't discussed the names of, but we'll just hand wave that right now unless you want to come up with a a name. (laughs) Uh, Back to the random name generator, we go. KK, KK Slider. Oh, God. KK <laughs> right, Slider? That's yep. it. You're no longer allowed to name yourself. <laughs> Carl Cleveland Slider. <laughs> In the Cleveland of the K. <laughs> All right, I'm writing that down. He's a normal guy. Um, so, yeah, make note of that. You guys have 50,000 credits. That In a you- shared account? It, yeah, it, it was, was originally. I thought we were getting fifty each, but then I spent half of mine on robot parts. I didn't want to math. Why'd you bring this up? I'm sorry. <laughs> so you guys were originally going to get a um, 
125,000 because the whole the whole total I said was 250,000. Got it. 250,000 by half. Yep. You guys get 125,000. And then I said you took about 120 uh 25,000 credits worth of parts. Yes. Um I know it's not technically half, uh-huh. but I'm just going to hand wave it. Someone's going That's to fair. get the extra credit rollover <laughs> in in the 33,333 and, and 33 oh, ping. Got it. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Give it to Claire. So right now we have a 50,000. <laughs> you get a single credit. Good job, buddy. Cool, but cool. You guys have about half of the money uh, in the account. Micah, good news. I can buy you a watch. Good. That's good news. I should also get the compad and the bioscanner. Yeah, yeah. We should definitely be able to pick up some of those things easy once we get into the city. Good, 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 good. All okay. right. So uh, anything else that happens in those in those two-ish days? I assume we're training uh, additionally, yep. um, between the telepathy and uh, shooting training that Claire is doing, she's also been um, training Argos. Um, very, Ooh, very God. basic Claire stuff. is the most productive person <laughs> on the ship. Yeah. yeah, she needs to keep herself busy. Um, like teaching him, like, sit down, come, drop, kind of, you know, the, the basic dog commands. Nothing like... Sick him yet, but you gotta work your <laughs> way up someday. to that, right? Yeah, range space ranger Claire, <laughs> and like transform. <laughs> oh my god! So she's she's training Argos a little bit, and the two of them have bonded um, quite heavily. So you guys, if you don't have anything more to discuss or uh, role play, I'll probably briefly mention to Micah that it looks like Alex has stopped drinking more than the recommended amount of caffeine for a person. So that's good. Okay, <laughs> that's either a good thing or a especially bad thing. Why would it but be especially right. bad? Well, changes in behavior mean that something changed one way or the other. Can't assume always, uh, Nona. Hmm. You don't always know what's going on with people. I most often I, don't know what's going Alex on Alex is people. a tough nut. Pretty much constantly. But, uh, I'm going <laughs> to assume that that's probably not bad because we threw out all the drugs, right? I have ten. Uh, side note, Alex, <laughs> I, I know you. Yes, Jeffrey <laughs> <laughs> or David. <laughs> Who am I speaking to now? Um, <laughs> Is Alex in the room right now? <laughs> uh, David, uh, I know mm. you picked up all of that those um, stim packs from uh, Glazov Five. Did did you do that in secret? Are Nona and Micah unaware of the fact that you uh, obtained these these drugs? I don't know. We talked about it briefly. We went through residential. Mm. I don't. It's if he like found them, he would have just kind of put them in his pack without necessarily being like, "Hello, I have all of these things." Yeah, that's what he's used to. I was assuming that I wasn't aware that Alex had the drugs. Yeah, probably the same. Again, unless it's called out. I was very busy with other things. I'm going to say that you were definitely aware that he got he, stuff. He was getting stuff from the residential yeah. district. Medical supplies. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe medical supplies is what he specifically told you. Mm-hmm. Um, you're not on, aware of exactly what he got, like yeah. specifically wide awake or something like that. But yeah. you're aware that he picked up things <laughs> from the, the ring as well, specifically relating to 
medical supplies. Right, yeah. So that probably wouldn't cross my mind that that's exactly what was going on. Yeah. Yeah. But just so people remember what they actually remember. Yeah. So we can talk. You guys spend these these two days going through pretty standard, doing what you were kind of uh, carry over from getting out of metadimensional space. You haven't gotten any hails or any stress beacons or anything like that. Um, and you come across this um, this planet uh, of Orisiyame, which you're heading towards. Freaking finally! <laughs> <laughs> That's Kirsten, not Nona. And I know uh, you guys have all seen a, uh, a picture of this now because I drew it out and mm-hmm. um, Philip took it, a quick picture of it. But to quickly describe what this planet looks like, you come and see a fairly blue planet. There's one large landmass that's sort of sitting on the, um, the the center of it facing you right now, which you can assume to be Ostia. And then a couple of smaller continents, islands, somewhere in that vicin- that geographical vicinity that come off to the different sides of it. And as you get closer, you notice Orisiyame has a very strange what's the right word terraform it's sort of how it's shaped and the the um the nature of the land itself when it was terraformed it was it it went a little haywire and things got a little weird Mm -hmm. so the entire land mass is extremely and i say when i say extremely is like many (laughs) many um extremely mountainous and when i say extremely mountainous There are sheer ravines dotted everywhere. There is just a high elevation almost beside then low elevation. Um, You see like water sort of feed the water from the the rest of the uh, the ocean feed into these channels because it's just, there are parts of it that are just sheer cliffs. It is a very mountainous area. Micah and Alex would be aware of this that this causes the weather to behave strangely at times. Um, there, there are really only two modes of weather on Orisiyame, either uh, extreme downpour or uh, drought um, because of the elevation causes like clouds to immediately drop their things. And depending on the shifting of the currents, some places get drought on sometimes, and some places are absolutely getting monsooned and others. This also leads to, um, especially in the ravines, have massive wind tunnels as well um, that need to actually be careful when you're flying through because they can't, the, the amount of wind can force a ship into the sides of these ravines. So strange geography for, for a planet, extremely mountainous, but a lot of hiding places if um, you didn't want to be seen. Home sweet home. Yeah. <laughs> and Claire is, is is also taking this in because as you guys are aware, she is from Orisiyame as well. You later learned that she was from uh, a, a small town in, um, in Ostia that was uh, attacked by the Children of the Silence specifically because there were terrorists here. Whoops. <laughs> no terrorists? Well, there may have been terrorists here kind of deal. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, yeah, bad bad time to introduce this planet, exactly. But yeah. But 
Yeah, so you guys are, are, are coming in for landing. You're heading for uh, Breeze, which is actually one of the, the, the more... It has one of the nicer airflows to it. It's not super hard, which is maybe why it got the name of Breeze. Mm. It is a, fa- a fairly, for Orisiyame, a fairly flat city. Uh, probably one of the largest, if not the largest, on Strania. And you guys get hailed. Uh, who's, I thought who's you said there the was only right rain. Boom. Sorry. Who's who's taking comms? I think that if nobody, what was your original position? Um, I was in the repair uh, engine station. Right. Um, I'm probably got one of my secondaries on comms then. I think comms. Does it have to be run by a person? What? No. I'm no. just I'm trying to think what the, the skill that's I think it's program that is useful yeah. for um, comms. <laughs> there you go. So you get you get hailed uh, over comms as you come towards the planet and uh, a voice on the other side uh, speaks out and says um, Frigate Phoenix. What brings you to Orisiame today? This is where Michael lives. <laughs> I'm sorry, you're going to have to be more specific. There are a lot of Micahs that could be here. Do you have a full name? I'm going to page Micah. are like, Micah, you want to come talk to the people? Uh, oh, God. Yeah, if that's like over the speakers, I'm going to try and go over to comms. Sorry, you sprinting. Uh, and get on comms, say like, oh, yeah. Um, sorry about that. Yeah, we're uh, coming in to Breeze to uh, just do a little shopping for a bit. Merchant related? Yep, yep some trading. Yep. Do you have any um, materials that you would like to claim? Um, fuck, we just have weapons. <laughs> we also yeah. have uh, motorbikes. You've got uh, yeah, weapons, we, uh, motorbikes, and drugs. We have some motor vehicles that we're going to be uh, possibly trading. Okay, I will write that down here. Um, how long will be your stay? Oh, not long. A uh, a few days tops. Not not totally sure, but probably a few days. I'll write you down for seven. If you uh, plan to stay longer than that, you will need to reach out to uh, a Breeze Authority in order to uh, amend your visa. Of course. Um, we have a section for you on AirPad 15. And it gives you instructions about where to land specifically. Awesome. Let's let's go there. <laughs> so uh, if um, the comms are off, I'm going to be like, you didn't mention all of the guns. Is this another no, one no, of no. those hide those situations? This is one of the things where the government doesn't like it when you have guns. Hmm. Maybe That's write that. That's a problem because we have a lot down. of guns. <laughs> we just have so many guns. The government doesn't like it when the wrong people have guns. Yeah, maybe they'll go in the smuggler's hold. So uh, a couple of other things that you would be aware of. So um, you guys currently have guns, which obviously not ideal. Mm-hmm. There's an added caveat on it in that um, pre-tech artifacts like uh, the components that Nona has like those weapons that you have and like those uh, those stim packs that you have, um, Alex, those are often heavily, heavily um, monitored as well as, um, what's the right word? 
They got a lot of legal stuff around them. Sure. Mm-hmm. Because, contraband. Yeah, they're, they're effectively contraband. You won't see things, uh, pre-tech being sold on standard places. And if someone tries to sell you it, it would definitely need to be back, back channel. Governments don't like people like regular civilians having pre-tech because of how powerful it can be. And also sometimes how dangerous it can be, both to themselves and to others. So pre-tech is something that you would have a hard time selling on the normal market. You'd need to find a specific buyer for it. So oftentimes people who are adventurers or um, scavengers of some kind, if they do find pre-tech, often will keep it for themselves and use it in order to get richer rather than sell it to get rich. That's not to say that they can't sell pre-tech. It's just a lot harder than just opening up a stall and saying, look at all my ancient (laughs) artifacts. Yeah, yeah. I think the the idea was we've got all these extra fancy guns uh, and we're probably not going to use 30 guns amongst ourselves, but probably find some back channel to get rid of them through. Um, Additionally, Micah, you'd be aware that open carries and concealed carries are against um, Bree's law. Mm -hmm. So if you do decide to bring weapons, it's not something you can just brandish, as well Mm. as armor. There's some levels of armor that are okay. The more secure clothing, that's something that goes underneath. You can't necessarily see it, but I don't think you guys have this, but if someone walks around in just combat armor, people are around and like, hmm, no one would be around in combat armor unless they're expecting or want to get into a fight. So oftentimes wearing combat armor as well in general public is against the rules. So just an idea of what you guys can... a lot of rules. Do not care for this. (laughs) It is... A planet in civil war, so... Oh, I'm well aware. It makes sense. I'm just calling out. So just be aware of those things as you um, prepare. If you do want to bring weapons, you probably can't bring uh, long-necked rifles because that's not something you can easily hide on your person, but obviously you can hide a handgun in your bag. But if you have a handgun in your bag and you're picked up, that's not looking good for you. So just an idea of what you should maybe bring, what you should maybe hide. So I think that those are all like the, the major caveats. So as we go through landing procedure, uh, Alex is going to start moving guns into the smuggler's hold, the yeah. pretext mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. Do that. He's going to leave his own weapons in his room, the laser stuff. And probably he's just going to drop his backpack there too. Or he's going to take out the pretext stuff um, and take his, take his backpack. Okay. Yeah. But no weapons on him. Uh, Micah, I guess you don't need to bring any weapons exactly. around. Sure don't. Given that Nona. Nona is very much a rule follower, so if someone informs her of this, she will return her pre-tech shotgun to the smuggler's hold, put it in with, with all the other guns, and probably laser stuff in the room. Um, ten drugs probably under the bed. No, no, no. You know what? Made into the bed. Like tucked in gently. I will say the reverie itself is, it's not pretext, so you wouldn't be charged with that, but it is an off-brand um, <laughs> controlled drug substance. Yeah. So you don't have to, but it wouldn't get you as much trouble as that's fair. waving around the fact that you're a true AI. I think in, yeah, no, I think in general, my um, desire to fly completely under the radar would motivate me to very much letter of the law. Okay. Um, And then I'm going to ask Micah about where we're going specifically. 
Uh, so we've got a, a hideout kind of uh, sort of on the outskirts of the city. And that's where we're going to be trying to meet up with my folks, my uh, my teammates, not my family. Can I take I a hover say. bike there? Yeah. Hover I bikes mean, would probably be useful in this th- terrain. Those are street legal. Yep, they bikes. are street legal. So, yeah. Fantastic. Then Nona considers herself armed enough. <laughs> so you guys, you guys land. Are you bringing Claire with you? Yes, I definitely. would say so. Does that mean you bring Argos with you? Or are you leaving Argos? In How the fast car? can he run? Because I don't think he can fit on the back. Not of the bike. not faster than the hover bike. Not, not as fast as a hover bike. I think the good boy might have to stay on the ship. Yeah, probably. Probably a good plan, also because he's not as good at hiding the fact that he's a robot as I am. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> and, well, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> so remember that time he was like, "Danger, danger!" Remember, Normal dogs do not do remember, that. Remember two seconds ago, and you were like, "He, I'm a robot." <laughs> well, yes, but everyone here already knew that. I haven't, I haven't heard Argo say those exact words, so it is heavenly implied. Mm, fair. So I will work on that. Claire um, tells him to stay, and he's not the happiest, but he does. Um, and you guys depart. You land you are on um that air pad 15 that you were told to land on you're met with a man going through checks and stuff like that and it says um the the phoenix uh merchant visa seven days um and you're claiming a couple of motor vehicles may i see them yep they're right here and you walk him into the uh the motor the uh the cargo hold he, he looks them over and he says, yep, everything seems to be uh, checked out here. Uh, we have 100 credits a night stay that will be charged at the end of your stay. So if you guys decide to stay longer or leave earlier, just we will be charging um, an account. Uh, can I have that account information? I assume you give that. Yeah, uh, KK Slider at uh, First Space Bank. <laughs> All right. <laughs> bank of space. <laughs> it's the only bank you need. Carl Cleveland Slider. That's an interesting name, It's sir. a family name. Yeah. <laughs> all right. And he hands the ID back to you, having taken your all your information. He says, you can head down that walkway there, and that'll take you into um, downtown Breeze. Have a uh, nice day. Thank and you. And he goes on to uh, you the too. other. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> And you guys are on breeze now. Don't worry. There's no one waiting at the end of the line to wave you down and take you somewhere else <laughs> this time. No, we're oh, no. in the city. So yeah. there are four of you, uh, two to each bike, I would assume. Yeah. Um, yeah. Who's riding with thought. who? Well, who has the second best pilot skill? Not Claire. Do you, I'm, I'm not guessing me. that's true. I guess I can drive. I'm, oh, God. Yeah. Also, you know where we're going. So that's you know, probably you know regardless what? of things. Just I'm going to give you the already point. banged up one. That's not a bad point. Yeah, okay. I'll figure it out. I know how to drive. Okay. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, I mean, you definitely know how to drive. <laughs> how that that skill for is like if you have to do it under pressure, right? Yeah. Like just driving down the street. You all would have an idea of how to do that. Um, I'll probably get on with Nona and, or no, we'll put Claire on with Nona and I'll ride behind Micah. <laughs> Give her the safer Give one. Give her the safer one. Uh, so yeah, you guys okay, uh, make fair. your way through 
down the this this run slow down slow down, slow down, slow down. <laughs> making our way downtown yep into the uh this building at the end of the the walkway and they they do another quick check just to make sure everything's up they have you walk through metal detectors no no you don't go off your some alloy that doesn't get detected Hooray. Um, because I don't want to deal with it right now. Okay. Agreed. <laughs> so bad, bad so seems like detector. a good design. You, you would choice. be aware of this yeah. as well. She uh, has okay. a plate in her Everywhere. everything. everything. <laughs> <laughs> and as you guys are getting situated, you overhear um, a, a newscast. We're doing this again. Hooray! <laughs> Uh, news today on the assassination attempt of Hunter Kane, five-star Cassian general that occurred two weeks ago. The suspect, uh, Mc- Vaughn McRaven, has been identified as a radical pro-psychic terrorist cell leader with violent tendencies. Silent operators have believed that several terror attacks on Ostia were planned and conducted by McRaven and his cell. McRaven has been moved to a high-security prison for psychics on Ostia to await trial and interrogation. There have been some questions as to why an important Cassian general was on Orisiame at the time without a protective detail, which has been answered late last week by a Cassian official. General Kane was off duty and was taking some much-needed vacation time with his wife on the island of Corstia. General Kane was under the protection of undercover service members, but was lured away by some means that is still under investigation. General Kane remains in a stable condition under hospital supervision, and it fades out. And that is where we'll end today's episode. Cool. Fuck. <laughs> Philip has feelings. Oh, God. Uh, that's bad. Oh, also, important question. Did you tell anybody else about Claire's new power? Did Claire tell anybody else I, about Claire's new power? Uh, it probably didn't come up. All right, then. I don't think so. She probably would have told me. This is the thing that I can do now and then try it on all of you. That's fair. Did it work on me? Did it work on me? Yeah, that is information. Close out the episode. Close out the episode. Let's just say the McRaven is back. (laughs) 